0: This is Jordan Love and you're listening to Roster Watch.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here with The Trash Man on the day after, the day of the fallout of the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. We've been waiting for it for a long time. We have a ton to get to. A bunch of these guys finally have homes and we can dissect landing spots. A ton more to get to tonight. We'll have a live stream here on YouTube. As well, if you're watching on YouTube, if you could give us a, uh, if you could click subscribe and also like write a comment, Uh, we've heard it helps with the uh, algorithms, and so we 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 definitely definitely appreciate that. Not that we don't want to hear your comment, but preferably a positive one. I I I don't care. You can tell it. You can tell (laughs) us. You can make fun of Trash Man's hat, or you can make fun of my hat. Make fun of it. This hat is great. I think that hat belongs in the trash can. So it was it was a big first round last night. Trash, yeah, man. Um, it's a it was a we still have a lot of great players left to go in rounds two and rounds three. But as far as what we saw last night, let's just take it from the very top. Um, of course, you know, with the first pick, I just, uh, let me just go through the fantasy relevant picks and you can give me your quick hits and your quick thoughts. Then we'll go through we'll kind of rank them. Michael Yeager is saying the trashman is suave and handsome. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> hey, a has um, got good taste.
1: Joe Burrow to the Cincinnati Bengals. We all knew it was going to happen. Are you are you going to have him in any of your trashy leagues next year? Trash man, I, you know that I love Joe Burrow. I think the I actually I, you know we've talked about how much is this is going to help Joe Mixon. Um, uh, you know, not only not only that, but also. Getting Jonah back from last year. That's like an extra first round pick as well. You get Joe Burrow. You get a elite t- a tackle talent like like Jonah from last year out of Alabama. What do you think? Um Joe
0: Burrow, his effect on the Bengals. You know, honestly, it's kind of 50-50 for me. I didn't really, I'm, you know, looking into it yesterday, I didn't really realize he was such a Basically a one year stud, like he doesn't have. I mean, it's it's really uncanny the year that he had, arguably one of the best years for a quarterback in college football history. But I've seen it live and in a close. It, He's an out. It's alpha. really just that last year.
1: I'm not worried. He is a one year wonder though, and it, yeah, I, I'd wonder. I mean, I wonder how you let him get out of the state of the state of Ohio. But you know, he he was there at Ohio State. They're they didn't want year. him. Well, that's how, I mean, the guy in front of him is a pro right now, who sucks. But I mean, right? <laughs> um, look, I love Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be transformative for the Bengals franchise. I think it. pro I think it's super flex dynasty leagues. We're going to talk about this later, Trash Man. I'm not sure it's super flex dynasty leagues. He could still be in play for the first overall pick in your dynasty rookie drafts. Um, it, so much is going to depend on once we get to Clyde Edwards Hilaire and we talk about that and what possible landing spots could come later on here in the second and the third rounds for the Jonathan Taylors, for the DeAndre Swifts, for the JK Dobbins and some of these guys. But, um, that, uh, Joe Burrow is, is go, he'll be fantasy relevant. I, whether he's a streaming option or whether you pick him up late in your fantasy drafts next year, I think he's going to be one of these guys that could, you know, back end quarterback one by the end of the season if he gets a whole a whole healthy season and he's a G and he's an alpha. I'm I'm not sure Tua Tagovailoa who went to the Miami Dolphins at big five whether he's going to even play next year. Do you think they're going to redshirt him or what do you think the
0: plan is? I think they should redshirt him whether they will or not. <laughs> That's the big <laughs> question. Right.
1: They they didn't um you know they got Austin Jackson out of USC, so they're trying to beef up that offensive line a little bit as well. I, I mean, you come out of this thing with the guy who you can, you know, Julian Davenport clearly was not going to get it done for them uh, at the left tackle position. You come out of this draft with the possible left tackle of the future if you believe in him, and then, and then two. Uh, I just I couldn't believe it because you know yesterday I was listening to Mike Lombardi's podcast, uh, the GM Shuffle, where he said, you know. Tua has, th- like, with the way that New England does their grading system, and I I know that Miami is not New England, but you have Chris Greer, you have Brian Flores, two New England guys, right? You figure they probably use the same grading system as Belichick. Michael Lombardi helped Belichick come up with their grading system during the time that they were in Cleveland. He said, Fuck it, "With Tua, not only do you have a you ha- you have," he said, "You put letters up next to their names, like on the big board." And he said, "With Tua, not only do you have the the." A letter next to his name for his puny size, but you have a letter next to his name for his inju- for his injuries for the red flags, and you have an in- and you have a letter next to his name for his speed because we, do- we he didn't test. And anytime you have three letters next to your name, in a Belichick system for his big board, you you can't have a, a grade any higher than sixty two. And what that means to me, a sixty two that it doesn't mean shit, right? It, like it's 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 arbitrary. But he went on to say. There's no way that you could spend a top ten pick on a guy that you upgraded as, as as a, as a sixty two, and so I managed to fuck up my mock draft that would have won the Huddle Report competition yesterday, finally by having a last minute swindle and realizing that the draft is not realizing my own knowledge and that knowing the draft is a flat circle, and of course Miami is going to take fucking Tua. Because that's always gonna always happen anyway, and there's shit. So second guess it's,
0: yourself. It's like it's like taking out that guy in the playoffs. That you, you know, it's you, the you, Sunday. You swindle. should have him, and that you had him, You had him in there up until you had him in all 11, week. 11, 11
1: 45 You get you some. You get some fucking report about how there's going to be wins.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just like it it, it. it is. It's the same. Like I, I, I had my mock correct, and I switched it at the very end after hearing that shit from Michael Lombardi. But it's just ugh, come to a hair conclusion. Swindled you know, yourself. What I should have thought about is that no, I don't know. I don't know. It's just They I, didn't want to make won. they didn't want to
0: make the same mistake twice.
1: Yeah. Um so I don't I don't think Tua is going to be fantasy relevant this year. Uh, I think a dynasty Superflex, he's a guy that you might look at uh is getting a discount on and you know taking a redshirt season with him, but yeah, there there's some really good it's gonna be hard parsing out these these wide receivers. trash I me, mean, I'm really interested to hear how you how you do it. Um, and we're gonna have some running backs coming down the pike, you know, here tonight that are gonna be really interesting to discuss as well. Justin Herbert, and more now, wide he,
0: receivers. Maybe my favorite wide receiver.
1: He could he he could play, play? Uh, this, this 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 next quarterback that went off the board of the Chargers, Justin Herbert, all senior bowler for uh, roster watch dot com on our 2020 10th annual all senior bowl team trash man do you um what do you think about your boy uh anthony lynn saying that tyrod taylor is not a bridge quarterback and then going out and doing this of course he's a bridge quarterback that's all he's ever been that's all he is
0: well i mean i don't know maybe it was uh maybe they saw you know maybe he was their best player on the board at that time um but yeah it's 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 all doublespeak these days. You, you you go by what they do, not what they say. Yeah. Well, c- clearly. Although I don't know Herbert. It's interesting. He's like, saying that he's saying like he doesn't necessarily have the personality to be a leader in the locker room. And we'll he's see. Fine. He's
1: fine. I've been around him. His personality's fine. He has a good personality. I I like him. Well, I say that he's he's somewhat introverted. Well, he he gave us a roster wash ID. Well, that's something. Anybody who does that, I'm going to be a big fan (laughs) of. I don't think he's going to be particularly fantasy relevant this next year, certainly not as much as Joe Burrow, but I think it's super flex redraft leagues and certainly super flex dynasty. uh, (laughs) Herbert's a guy maybe you can look at in the second, you know, late late second round or something like that. Probably around the same time you would be interested in taking two. Hey, not as
0: bad as Jordan Love.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, oh, we'll, we'll talk about Jordan Love whenever we get there. But let's let's continue moving down the list here. The first wide receiver off the board, the first skill position player off the board. I could not believe it. Henry, not that I I could believe it. I thought would said the whole time that Henry Rose could go first, but just the fact that he got to go to the Las Vegas Raiders, the first pick of the Las Vegas Raiders uh, in Las Vegas, Al Davis doing cart, the ghost of Al Davis doing cartwheels. <laughs> That's holy a shit right? thought. so talk about Henry Ruggs to the Raiders
0: you know I honestly and not I, Judy I, I, and not Lamb
1: it's Henry Ruggs
0: <laughs> I wanted to play maybe some musical chairs with some of these guys w- w- where they were drafted but I guess it kind of makes sense yeah. I, for me it just makes me believe that they, they, they believe in Renfro
1: oh um, trash man I, what does it make you say that it makes well, me say that they it makes me say th- that they I need their own
0: fucking Tyreek Hill. They need their own Tyreek Hill in that division. Well, I thought they I thought they would have somebody who they would have, you know, like um I mean, I thought a CD Lamb would be a perfect fit. So did I. For the Raiders, so did I. I just I Duty. I right? Yeah, I just I just feel like Ruggs is more and maybe I'm wrong. I think he's more of a, a I wouldn't say a complimentary wide receiver, but just like, you're you know, he's more of a scheme
1: guy. You think he's more of a scheme guy. He's open things up for everybody else with his feet. And the, here's, here's, here's my question. Why is everybody so stuck on this fucking narrative? That Henry Ruggs is only a scheme guy who's going to open up things for other players. Why? I, why I, I Henry, think, Ruggs, I think, Henry Ruggs, I think, was taken number
0: 12 overall trash, man, by the, by, by, think by, think by the, maybe there's Raiders. Some, some, maybe he's there's their one wide receiver. I think maybe there's some recency bias with John Ross kind of having a similar profile. You know, people, you know, he 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 bolted up the the charts because he was, you know, the speed guy. And well, and that's just cause that's mainly because because that's what we were introduced to rugs as. You know, there wasn't really a lot of narrative about rugs until he ran that 40. And so People, I think was, we all we oh I mean, about besides him besides, besides him getting above the rim you know
1: well no Jim <laughs> Jim, Jim,
0: Jim Jim Nagy even said
1: back at the Senior Bowl that that Henry Ruggs is your wide receiver one for the for the class so it's like to me I, I just I don't I don't understand how how everybody won't just say like look this wide receiver core for the Raiders sucks. <laughs> it's Tyrell Williams. It's it's Hunter Renfro. They had Keelan fucking Doss and these other assholes like Seth Rob. Was Seth Roberts still on the team last year. I like this, this, this,
0: Seth, like Seth Roberts, man. He's he's on. He managed to be the third receiver for about five different teams. Now, right. Uh, regardless,
1: they have spent a top twelve pick right now on Henry Ruggs the third. Or is he, is it Henry Ruggs Junior? I think it's yeah. the third. Um Henry Ruggs the, the the third who was who was who was wearing a who was wearing a bathrobe an last old, night an
0: old an old spice bathrobe no less He is
1: their wide receiver one He's their future star They want to get him the football They want to get him not just deep but they want to get it all over the football field They want him in they they want him in space They want him in crossing routes They want him in digs They want him in posts They they are going to use him like a number one wide receiver they feel like they have their Tyreek Hill, their answer within the division to Tyreek Hill. He's the number one wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. I understand that the um that the quarterback situation isn't necessarily
0: great, right? But and we that's what, like, I, that's what I judge these wide receivers by ultimately. All right, fine.
1: Then I don't want to hear shit from you about Jerry Judy that we can talk <laughs> about here in a second. So let's just talk about Jerry Judy who now joins um uh, who now joins uh Drew Locke Portland, and Sutton. Portland Sutton with the Denver and Broncos. His, his teammate, obviously more productive in college. So what do you think about the Jerry Judy pick? He's, Jerry Judy certainly doesn't walk into the massive void that Henry Ruggs walks into. And it, it, to me, it's like, why don't people like, just because Henry Ruggs wasn't as productive in college as, as, Jerry, Judy, you t- fucking, you guys tell me this about Alabama. Whoever says this, you, go, 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 go. Look at Damian Harris versus Josh Jacobs at Alabama from just last season. If all we care about is their usage at the University of Alabama under under Nick Saban, and go back and listen to what Nick Saban said about the fact that Josh Jacobs didn't get the usage of Damian Harris and exactly why. Now, were we tripping tripping over our feet to go out and get Damian Harris over Josh Jacobs in fantasy last year? No, no. We were tripping over our feet to go get the guy that Mayock knew was better. Maybe Mayock, once again, knows which Alabama player is better. He's the I mean, number one I, wide receiver for the here Raiders. Think, there, there's absolutely nothing between now and the NFL season starting that is going to make anybody but Henry Ruggs III the number one wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. And he, went, and he's, he has 4 2 four two seven speed, and the draft capital basically says that he's, 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 he's going to get the football. If they don't give him the football, they're gonna say, "What you, you fucking drafted this guy just so you can get the ball to Hunter 100, 100 Renfro? That kid looks like my that kid looks like you know my grown son's I fucking don't, roommate at college." I don't, I don't, like, I don't hate,
0: I don't hate where Jer- Judy went, just because I feel like Judy, I feel like Rugs, like he is the player who can do everything. I think Judy basically he can play that possession receiver. He can be that for the Broncos, and I think Locke needs some somebody who we could dump it off to short and could do and could do work with it and somebody who can run routes really well um because maybe the quarterback isn't going to be he, the quarterback's not going to be helping him that much in that department so i i feel like it, i feel like it was a, a decent landing spot for judy i feel like in ppr he's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with i uh, yeah it's I get it. We've had the um
1: we've had the discussion with Byron about the and let's I mean there's a text discussion like or this morning and everything. And for 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 everybody who might be joining us on YouTube, make sure and subscribe if if, if you can. Uh, you can also subscribe to the roster watch podcast on on Apple Podcasts. But we'll be going on Byron and I'll be going on for a for a live stream during like round two, sometime during round two tonight, and just getting on here and talking shit. So We'll make sure to put that out on the podcast feed, too. But if you want to just kind of hang out with us for a second s- screen experience and um, join us as we're kind of enjoying the draft, just make sure you subscribe here and you'll get notifications uh, to that. The next pick, trash man. speaking of if there would have been a spe- second screen experience with you yesterday, would have been backflip after backflip after backflip at pick 17. huh? What if, what if they wouldn't have taken C.D. Lamb, the da- your, your Dallas Cowboys? <laughs>
0: I mean, honestly, I wasn't even. I mean, when I saw it, when I saw that Lamb was not, was still available, it started to click for me, but it wasn't something I was really thinking about would be a possibility up until that point. Up until I saw Jerry in his yacht with his landline phone <laughs> with the pigtail coming out the bottom of it.
1: Smiling like the cat that out. just ate the canary. When it, whenever he was smiling so much like that, you knew he wasn't smiling that much for some sinner or some some, some second tier cornerback, you know, like he was. He, he knew he got it.
0: sick. He, he got knew he sick. did. He knew he got as sick as he could in yeah. the draft. Take, taking arguably the best, our, our our number one, the best consensus in the Dude, draft, C.D. Lamb. Ceedee Lamb's a disgusting
1: man. He's a disgusting. <laughs> disgusting, man. It's just too, it's just too good. I mean, Amari Cooper, uh, um, uh, Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup, C D Lamb, C D Lamb, Dak Prescott, I mean, that,
0: that, that one pick arguably makes, uh, they, they might have the best wide receiving core, arguably the best wide receiving core in the NFL right now. There isn't, a, there isn't a question
1: who, like, you just say the Tampa Bay, maybe just because could, they have yeah, yeah, I was going to
0: say, I was going to say you could argue Tampa Bay, I mean, it's pre-
1: it's pretty. I think it's pretty obvious that it's Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Um, maybe you guys can you guys can let us know in the chat if there's somebody who you, who you think would be better, and, and and we'll read them all. We're gonna we're gonna rank these guys up, trash me. But first, let's go through the rest of the fantasy fallout here. Um, we had Jalen Rager at twenty one. Just as I had pegged to the Philadelphia Eagles. I trash man, I, I also had Cee Lamb to the to the Cowboys in, in my mock, believe it or not. So you might not have been thinking it. I was certainly thinking it.
0: Um, I mean I I, as a, as a, as a Cowboys as a Cowboys fan, it's always you always know that Achilles Hill is a defense and, and they've lost good secondary players. So they, me, it was
1: just so good to take him there. Like the the corner, the cornerback fall off had already occurred after Jeffrey Okuda and C.J. Henderson. The edge rusher fall off had already occurred. Like maybe yeah. they could have gone safety. I think and that's was,
0: and that's what and that's when I, Xavier and that's McKinney when I still on the board. To maybe together. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just yeah. Whatever you've done in yeah. none of these done an, 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 an enough of these mocks, you figure if C.D. Lamb is there and things fall like you think they're going to fall, they're going to take C.D. Like and and they and they totally did. Okay, so Jalen Rager to Philly. This to me was awesome. Um, Hon- I, was, I was honestly, I think he's going take best- Justin Jefferson. But what
0: you think? I what? Say, honestly, I think he's arguably in the best position out of any of those wide receivers for talking about where he landed and the opportunities we'll have. Well, all right, so.
1: Expl- exp- and based on talent but from like, let's talk yeah. about it from, let's talk about it from a, from a dynasty perspective. Um, Do you, you think Jalen Rager should be the first wide receiver? We're not even going to talk about it yet because let's talk about how we're going to rank them up after we go through them all. But you really think that right. Cause there's been talk about that on Twitter. People are saying that there, there's an argument to maybe have Jalen Rager as wide receiver one for Dynasty, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm sold on it. Byron will not. Byron will not be sold on it. Okay. He absolutely he's, he's staunch in, in his opinions about that. And we'll talk about that tonight on the on the uh, on, on on the stream. But I just said, look, Philly, this is this is better than Justin Jefferson because Justin Jefferson it didn't really make as much sense to me because they already have Dallas Goddard, they have Zach Ertz. they have. The, these guys, th- these are dudes that run these intermediate routes. And Justin yeah. Jefferson is such a, such a slot guy. And, um, you know, you have Alshon that can't move around much anymore. I think is Nelson Aguilar still even on contract? Like, he's definitely a slot. But it's like with those two tight ends that you have, it's like you're starting to really crowd up the middle of the field there. And, and, and now the discussion becomes can Justin Jefferson play outside? I mean, Jalen Rager is going to take the top off any, any time you yeah. want him to. And Deshaun Jackson's always going to be hurt, um, so I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it made a lot more sense. Then we get to number, we get to pick twenty-two. The the Vikings did take Justin Jefferson, and so now I'm interested to see how you feel here, trash man, because it's kind of like, kind of like that with the Vikings too. Because what are they? I mean, it, are they going to play him outside? Are they going to play Thielen outside? Right.
0: Yeah, Smith I mean, Smith is a
1: Thielen guy they
0: want to get more out of the slot. So I'm not yeah, sure. Basically, like, I think they're, they're very similar, kind of in the way that and very kind of similar receivers. Jefferson and, and Thielen. And maybe that's maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe think like two Thielens. You, you know, what could be better? But yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they end up playing primarily out of the slot there in Minnesota. I didn't think it was a I don't think it was a perfect fit, but I mean Thielens a versatile guy, so I think I, I think they'll figure it out.
1: If, to the San Francisco 49ers, we had Brandon Ayuk go at pick twenty five, and it's actually funny. I heard uh, I saw on Twitter today that you, we saw that at pick twenty six that was originally held by Miami. That was the pick where the Green Bay Packers traded up to get Jordan Love. The San Francisco 49ers heard they needed to get in front of Miami because Miami wanted Brandon Ayuk. So they got ahead of Miami once, once the 49ers took Brandon Ayuk, Miami traded out to the Green Bay Packers because they, they couldn't get their guy anymore, which is pretty pretty, pretty interesting. Um, do you – you weren't as high on Brandon Ayuk as Byron and I in our rookie rankings that came out yesterday at rosterwatch.com. But what do you think about his fit here? He's like another one of these guys that can really – he can play anywhere. Um, just like – it's fun. You know, Jalen Hurd. Could play X, he could play C, it's a bunch, of, tween- play 5, tweeners bunch of tweeners there. A bunch of tweeners there. Debo system. Well, I, I think I think Shanahan likes that. Now does, yeah, this, I does, mean, how, how does this spell curtains for all my Jalen Hurd love?
0: <laughs> I I don't think so. I don't I mean for me, I mean and and to his credit, Ayuk, he kind of got lost in the shuffle when I was arranging those those guys. Um, it wasn't so much that I didn't like him so much as I liked some other guys. Yeah, we and
1: we, I mean we're having Michael Yeager in the tweet, man. He's doing a tweet storm here, but it's it's true. Like I, you Debo, and Herds pretty. That's a that's a sick trio too. I don't think it's quite Gallup, Lamb, and 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 Amari, but it's a it's a good wide receiver. Hey, hey, these
0: are these are receivers that are going to be good for a middling quarterback, <laughs> which oh, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo might be.
1: Right. Um, but I just I. It feels like things are going to be spread out there, especially with the you know with, with the running backs to catch the football and and most importantly George Kittle. It's um it's a team that'll it's a, run it's a ball short ball. passing
0: game short yeah. passing game for Garoppolo. It's going to be able to dump it off. Well, and that I, and and that's,
1: that's how are you work after yeah catch. exactly. After, yeah. He he wins with an eighty one inch wingspan and he wins with run after catch ability. And uh, I think this is a shrewd move. It's a it's a sneaky good, uh, sneaky good pick. And we should have been listening to the, all the NFL types telling us that Brandon Ayuk's going to go a lot higher than you guys think. Um, ended up going higher than I think he ended up going higher than than Dikeal Harry last year. So uh, that ended up to be right. An, an, another Jim Nagy tidbit that ended up being right. Um, speaking of Jim Nagy, he of who of course is the Senior Bowl director that invited Jordan Love to the Senior Bowl this year to the Green Bay Packers. I don't think we need to talk about Jordan Love unless you want to talk about whether that t- tilted Aaron, Aaron Rodgers or not. You think it bug Do you think it bugs him that they drafted his
0: uh, heir apparent? He is. I, I mean, he, can, he, he needs he, some, he needs a fire under him. He needs a fire under him. He needs to he be motivation. emotional at times. All right, here is he the big one, but but him. but no. But I, in the past, we have seen in the past few years that Aaron Rodgers has gotten hurt and the quarterbacks that they've had to come in for him have sucked. And I think it's good for that'll them to have. Be a, the,
1: that'll be the case with, with Jordan Love this year if he has to play, I, I think. Well, and it, the thing I'm is, the pack, Packers, are,
0: Packers are always contenders. So they feel like, I feel like they need to, to get somebody who could, in a pinch, you know, win games for them and keep them in the hunt if 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 Rodgers was to go down for any reason. God, I, I was I, I was hoping
1: they were trading up for Denzel Mims. <laughs>
0: that would have been sick.
1: It would have got me too sick. Um, too sick. Uh, finally, the and this was the one that uh, was the this was the I was tied in the huddle report rankings until the guy who beat me with the thirty second pick. He had chosen Clyde Edwards Alaire to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Of all god it's a perfect people. fit. It's a perfect fit. Well, my question is now. We've already talked about it. It's a perfect fit. We have Andy Reid. Uh, we have Andy Reid saying, or Brett Brett Beach was talked about it last night with reporters saying, like, remind him of we,
0: Brian Westbrook.
1: Yeah, and then he and then Andy Reid agreed. Then he, Andy Reid went home and got sick on it. Got sick on his tape. and came back and said, you know what? He said he's better. He, he's better. How about your boy Damian yeah, Williams? You've always been the you you've you've always been the Damian Williams whisperer. <laughs> is, well, I'm being serious. Is this something where it's going to have to be a, a, a committee to start or does Clyde just come in and just take over? Because he is tailor-made be, for the offense.
0: I think it'll be a committee. I do. The whole season? Why not? I, I feel like
1: – much better.
0: There, I feel like there were times, though, in Philly when Reed was there where he had a couple running backs who were good at different things. Um, You know, it, it's he's like he's like a it could be like a bigger Darren Sproles. You know, it's uh, but they, I mean, I think you could get two running backs active and fantasy productive there in Kansas City. I think it's a perfect oh. offense to have two productive backs there. I think
1: you're. I, I I think Damian Williams is completely fucked, and so are his fantasy owners and his best <laughs> ball owners and his dynasty owners. Everything like he's gonna we'll never he's gonna count have Damian out. He's going to have a precipitous fall in ADP. He is going to lose a job. Um they're already they're already sending out Clyde. You don't spend a first round pick on a running back and don't use him unless you're the fucking Seattle Seahawks. No, I
0: think they'll I think they'll use him, but I mean if the I mean if last year was any indication, I mean they're running I mean they'll going to they're going to they're gonna need more than one reliable running back.
1: Right, once Clyde gets hurt, right? <laughs> but I just I I just he's he's gonna he's gonna add a, such a dimension of excitement to that offense. It's perfect. it's like it's it's the, it's the absolute nuts It's the absolute nuts. it's like it's it's he's he's not only a really good player, but he's the perfect he's the he's the perfect stylistic fit for the offense. He, it's it's a it's it's a team that's one of the most efficient and highest scoring in the league. and this team has now spent first round draft capital on him and made him the first running back off the board in this terrific draft class it's the perfect storm and so right now if we were just setting up a dynasty you know a dynasty one quarterback rookie draft I don't even think we need to argue that Clyde Edwards Alaire would be the one zero one over all these wide receivers correct yes yeah I mean, we don't even need to talk about that okay so now the question becomes before we try and get these receivers in, in, in order and then get out of here just, uh, does that mean that we are in a spot where tonight another guy can overtake Clyde? Or is Clyde the 101 regardless? Because his because his landing spot was so good. Now, what if we could get Jonathan Taylor to the Bucks or to the Dolphins? Or DeAndre Swift or J.K. Dobbins to one of those spots?
0: I think that I, whoever I think, lands on the Dolphins could could be that guy.
1: I think that's the only out. I think if one of those got one of those, no, I don't think if Eno Benjamin or something goes to the Dolphins, or if Cam Akers goes to the Dolphins, I would put him ahead of Clyde. I I think if if Jonathan Taylor went to the Bucks or the Dolphins, maybe the same with Swift, maybe. But boy, it's just so hard to get away from the sexiness of of being attached to Patrick Mahomes and that offense and the, all the PPR. You just want to soak up from Clyde. That was the most prolific pass catching back of all of these guys last year.
0: I, I feel like if somehow maybe the Texans draft somebody who could potentially overtake DJ there.
1: Yeah. Um, it's
0: going to be hard and
1: it's make sure to tune into the stream tonight. Please subscribe here on YouTube. If you could leave a comment for us here underneath, it would really help out with the uh, robots and the fucking AI behind the scenes that, runs the various algorithms and does all the evil shit you hear about in the news. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, all right, the wide receivers. Uh, this isn't this isn't going to be popular for Dynasty Trash Man, and I'm not sure this could be the same for a redraft, but uh, we've never been ones to, you know, bow down to any kind of group think. I, the the, I, I hear the Jalen Rager talk. I get it. But for me at the top, I mean, if I'm taking Indy, I'm I'm taking Dallas Cowboys C.D. Lamb. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Michael Gallup. Pe- pe- people are going to say, people are going to say that that it's Amari Cooper. It's, it's Gallup. It is C.D. Lamb. Right? It, too many mouths to feed. I understand. Byron and I were texting about this earlier. By, like I just said, like are you are you are you worried about too many mouths to feed? And what he said is he's, what he said is exactly perfectly right, of course. And he said um what do you say yeah Michael Michael Gallup can't hold CeeDee Lamb's fucking jockstrap and it's true it's true there's also the the, there's also the fact CeeDee Lamb comes in there CeeDee Lamb versus cornerback twos and threes in the National Football League it's over it's over it really is over if Michael Gallup is able to do that against cornerback twos and threes CeeDee Lamb is 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 going to do that against twos and threes. John M on the YouTube chat is asking if Gallup is screwed. Yeah, of, of course he's screwed. He's been over a barrel, screwed beyond belief. CeeDee Lamb is in his wide receiver room
0: now. <laughs> of course, yes. I don't he's, know he's, completely, I don't, yeah, he's completely I don't know he's completely swindled. He's true. fucked. Yes, know. he is. I don't know that he's screwed. I feel like basically, I feel like basically either, either Lamb or or Cooper, who ends up in ends up playing the slot more, there is going to basically be, I mean Dallas' tight end. I, I, I think I think basically negates their need to have any sort of talent at the tight end position.
1: CD Lamb is CD Lamb. Dak is going to go bananas, trash man. You're going to be so happy to be a Cowboys fan watching that offense next year. <laughs>
0: I mean, and then watching the defense not not be and, able to stop it. Anymore. Yeah, and they're it gonna have to. Do. They're gonna have to outscore teams. They're gonna have Garrett, to outscore people. Right? Garrett.
1: Garrett. I mean. Garrett. Garrett might not like. Garrett. It won't be. Um, or I'm not. I'm, get, since, since 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 Garrett is no longer there, McCarthy might not be a Garrett as far as fucking that's up true. these games at the very end with with the game management. <laughs> like that's maybe he just maybe he'll just, he'll just let things be. Okay. So do you agree that it that it isn't cock and maybe to have CeeDee Lamb as the wide receiver one for for Dynasty? Because they can let Amari Cooper go in 2021 and and get like CeeDee Lamb's gonna be the number one wide receiver for Dallas for the next five years. Or he'll he'll be a one B for two years and then he'll be the number one for the next three. And then then they'll have to then they'll have a fifth year option on him in the last one. Then they'll then they could franchise him or pay him, but they can get out of Amari's deal in twenty twenty one.
0: And in, in as a dynasty pick, I I'm I'm not I'm not saying for redraft.
1: Either. I'm like I'm just having to put together the skeleton of the dynasty cheat sheet. So as I'm putting together the skeleton, I'm just thinking about it. Okay, after that, to me, logic tells me that you're not going to like this. But after I I, I I've already talked about rugs. He's the wide receiver one. He's the he's the he's the wide receiver one off the board. If they're going to use him like a Tyreek Hill, I find more value in that, considering all the targets that he's going to be soaking up compared to what Jerry Judy's going to have to siphon off from from. He's Gordon got Sutton very different
0: quarterback talent Fant. than Kansas city does, though. Of course he
1: does, but 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 so does Denver.
0: Hey, but and that's why I thought Rager, arguably to me, had the best situation to be in. At least right I've off talked, the
1: bat, I've talked about this with 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 Byron, and Byron says there's no way we're getting Jalen fucking Rager ahead of Jerry Judy <laughs> in dynasty. Like you, Jerry Judy's a guy that you want to own long term in dynasty. He's just he's so good. I mean, they're, the, they're out, out, outside of Amari Cooper, Judy and Lamb are the. T- we've been doing this a long time, trash I mean, I mean, they're the two best wide receiver prospects since the 2014 class outside of Cooper. Like you. You you want those guys in dynasty. You want them for a long time in dynasty, you know. You want Odell Beckham for all this time. You want Mike Evans for all this time, you know. Like, it's just you do, and I think
0: Jalen Rager. For me, it's 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 having the quarterback. It's having Wentz. It's having the offense that likes to throw the ball a lot. It's having the opportunity that he has there. He doesn't really who trust, does he have in front me, of I him. I get
1: it. I get it. I get it. And he was he was drafted for a reason. I know Philly's fan. I, I wonder what Eagles uh let's see. What is he? Well, Yeager was saying, saying they hate it. Said, yeah. Oh, really? Well, geez, yeah. why why do you hate getting Jalen Rager? He's unbelievable like it's an
0: unbelievable thing. I, I just think he he just wasn't talked about quite as much as some of those other uh, well, guys.
1: That's one of those deals where they fucking boo JJ Watt down in Houston whenever he got his name called and it's like you look they'll look like donks later on. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I I I know you don't hate him. Eagles fan. I'm just I'm saying, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the you know, the people crawling in Philly about that not being a good pick. It's I think it's a better pick for what they're trying to do than than Justin Jefferson was. Speaking of that, I think that it's a tough – I mean, what about between Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk? We can work out, and you guys can find it all at rosterwatch.com. Well, probably by Monday, we'll have the Dynasty Rookie Cheat Sheet up and the Best Ball Cheat Sheet updated to version 2.0, which will be like the fifth uh, the, the fifth update since uh, since the end of February. And it'll be a big update, so make sure and keep your eyes out for that. But I, I'm st- we're going to have to talk with Byron. We'll probably talk some more on the stream tonight about uh, about the um, about this whole Rager thing and where he fits in among Judy and Ruggs and everything like that also whether it's whether we can keep it feasible to keep CeeDee Lamb at first for Dynasty I don't think it'll be I'm not sure he's going to be first for redraft it almost feels like Ruggs should be for redraft it's all things we have plenty of time to discuss uh, and you guys will be able to follow along hey the draft's not
0: over the draft's not over yeah
1: but it's going to be hard to get better. It's just like we talked hey, about with Hey, hey, hey!
0: Mims is the wild card.
1: Okay, well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Mims, Mims can still go to the Packers, and all of a sudden, we're saying, "Well, let's get. <laughs> um, okay." Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk, trash man. How do you see those? Uh, how, how, how do you see those guys?
0: I mean, I feel like as a receiving prospect, I like Ayuk a little bit more, but I like Jefferson's spot. I think he's. I mean, he's the number two there. And, and and Minnesota right out the bat, and, and they're gonna right. they're gonna throw the ball more often than the 49ers are. It's gonna be a, if if he doesn't have bigger games than IU, he'll have more consistent games than IU in my opinion. I feel like IU it's gonna be a little bit more. It's gonna be a little, a little bit harder to to determine. You know when he's gonna pop off.